Omega Man Radio has been commissioned to invade deep into enemy territory, drive out the hosts of hell, and take back the land. Our mission is to preach Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who is the only name written under heaven by which men might be saved, cast out demons, and pray for the sick that they may be healed in Jesus' name. If this program is a blessing to you and you would like to take part in this harvest of souls, join with us and attack the hosts of hell by donating any amount online at www.omegamanradio.com. You may also donate by sending check or money order to 9030 West Sahara Avenue, Suite 665, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89117. We thank you. Are you ready? Ready to take a ride? Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. Because the show is about to begin. From the front lines of America, Babylon. And transmitting worldwide on the internet and satellite. You are listening to Omega Man Radio Network. With Shannon Davis. Welcome aboard. Hey, we're excited to be back today. Tuesday, June 27, 2023. We got King Richie in the house. Brother King, you want to open us in prayer? Yes. Father, in the name of Yeshua, Jesus, the Holy One of Israel, we just thank you for your goodness, mercy, and your kindness, and your grace for forgiving us of our sin, Lord, for paying the price and for your desire to have us in fellowship with you. Thank you that you've made a way, and we honor you in that, and we thank you, Lord. Help us with uh, to be people that walk in the fear and reverence of the Lord. And, Lord, we bless you today. We bind uh, every assignment against us, assignment against the ministry. I thank you and pray specifically over the weather in our area, and thank you, Lord, for protecting the people. And, Father, and anywhere else where there's rumbling going on, and, and where there's um, environmental issues. We thank you, Father, that you even can cleanse the air that we breathe and the food that we eat. And we love you. We honor you. Bind all witchcraft and all technological sorcery in Yeshua, Jesus' holy name. 
thank you for today. Let your anointing destroy yokes. Let us learn today. And, Lord, we just uh, set ourselves aside and say, Lord, show yourself strong. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, I say amen to that. Friends, um, if you're not on my Substack, go ahead and sign up for that. That's where I'm putting out updates and uh, just sent out an update on some uh, new ways that you can tune into the program. We're getting back up to speed. Praise the Lord. Well, we're excited to be here again with King Richie. Brother King, the mic is yours. All right, brother. Hey, how you been today, sir? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, got up, crack of dawn, went down to um, immigration. Still working on some paperwork, but everything is running pretty smooth over here. And um, praise the Lord, I'm doing good. Amen. Me too. Well, we just got in from a trip to West Texas, and uh, a friend of mine uh, went to show him a little support in the battle that he's in. And we preached out there, and the, the day we got out there last Wednesday, a tornado hit the town I was I preached in. Wow! And uh, did some pretty substantial damage, and uh, four people died, and. Um, um, Two from it. Well, actually, it was five, and and there was three from out of town. Just happened to be there, and then here's something wild, Shannon. Uh, this this lady passed away. The there were some Christian storm chasers that went through, and then they came circled around, came back to hell, and um, there was a a man there, and and they they went and helped him get out, and then the woman storm chaser went under the rubble and found his wife and she was still alive at that moment but wouldn't respond and she had a pulse and she looked down there and there was a well-worn Bible sitting right beside her and um, so she ends it turns out the man had jumped on his wife to try to protect her from the storm and um, he he ended up he wasn't that badly injured but he was in the hospital and the I was told that the next day he said, well, he said, my my wife is dead and my home is gone. I, I'm just going to go home. And he went on home. Wow. He just went home. Huh? <laughs> he, and, um... and and that storm, it leveled. Where, wherever it really hit, it just stuff was gone. There was a Dollar General, which people don't know what that is. It's like a small... There's also things called family dollars, dollar generals. They're, they're uh, you know, about a, you know, 3,000 square foot store. And it was a metal building and it just was gone, leveled. And, um, um, but, you know, the, the, there were other people, one, one man and his, and his, uh, uh, wife and their two grandchildren were in their house and they went to the center of the house. And he went to look back outside to see if he could. They could go to the storm cellar, and he saw his barn spinning around. And he knew it was too late, so they just hunkered down. And the tornado came, and it you know they pulled them out of the rubble. But when the people went to look at the storm cellar, there had been a bunch of things down in the storm cellar. All of that was gone, and it was replaced with a pile of bricks. Whoa! So had they been in the storm cellar, they wouldn't have made it. Amazing. And, so you know, <laughs> this guy, he was sheltering his wife, uh, and he didn't realize that she had survived, and he died. Went on home, be with Jesus. No, no, she ended up dying. 
Okay. Oh. But he had tried to save her. He jumped. Oh, okay. Her, you know. Okay. But then, then when they took him to the hospital, and he he was not with you know what would you would think would be fatal injuries, but when right. he uh, he said my wife's dead, and my and he's an elder gentleman too. Okay. You know they're in their eighties. Okay. Said my wife's dead, my home's gone. I'm gonna go on home. <laughs> and he just went on to the Lord. I don't blame him. If uh, that was all that was I don't nothing, uh, he just got a promotion. Yes. What do we guarantee? That's the goodness of God. He just Amen. <laughs> you know, what the devil, the devil meant harm in the thing, and he caused great harm, you know, and weather control and all these things. They had a tornado a few weeks ago, or a couple, a week before in Perryton, Texas, and it's like they drop out of nowhere with no warning. And, um, so it's um, and that hasn't been the case in the past, you know. This this thing hit and the tar- tornado sirens went off, but it was it was like all immediate. But wow. Shannon, if that thing had been a hundred and fifty yards further into town, it would have probably killed a hundred people. Wow! And it wasn't. So, you know, the Lord. Is good and the devil's bad. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and but but I know one thing is that and, and what I ended up preaching on there was the goodness of God, because in all these things and all the storms of every kind we're going to face, whether they be internal storms, whether they be external storms, whether they be weather-related storms or financial storms or whatever, we have to anchor on the goodness of God no matter what. Amen and to this love. And and that's the only way even to keep our minds right in what all's going on in this world is to know that you're loved and to know that God is good. Amen. And and even as we see all the things unfolding, because there's lots of I saw today. Uh, my wife had a uh, a deal on them that came across Facebook, I guess. But I think they did uh, vote to impeach Biden today. Oh. So, and uh, the House did. So I think, and so it'll go to the Senate. And I'm pretty sure they're going to do that. I've come to figure out all of it's kind of a movie, Shannon. Yes. <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, it's it's all, it's all, and it, it's all play per view, you know, and, and uh, they're, they're running their plan. But nonetheless, we see things happening and, um, uh, we have to trust and really focus on God's goodness and that no matter what, as long as we make sure that we are, our election is, sh- is sure, that we're born again from above, that we're reconciled to him, that his promises are yes and amen, that he's not a man that he should lie or the son of man that he should repent. And as long as we will focus on those things, the enemy won't be able to move us, destroy us, or put us in panic mode. Amen? Amen. And um, speaking of that impeachment, I'm not surprised at all that... Um, I won't be surprised at all if it passes in the Senate too because the Sodomocrats um, know that um, you know his time is limited and so they probably like to use this as an excuse just to get him out. I'm thinking and replace well, him. And- Maybe with Newsom. What I think, do you think? It, I think he was put in from the beginning for that. Absolutely. And 
I guess Kamala Harris would end up taking president. Right? Oh my goodness! Which many, many, many believe she that that may not be a male, a female. <laughs> so, well, so I, I think Obama's running know. the show. To tell you the truth, regardless of who they put up there, yeah. I think he's the man behind the scenes and uh, the bureaucrats, of course, who don't leave after administrations over. They stay there till they want to retire. So we got. We got a wicked cabal in power, and I think that um, they're going to run Newsom, which uh, uh, he would like to turn America into what he's turned California into, you know, a crap hole. And so well, they're, uh, they're the practice run. Yeah. Uh, do so, I think that? Uh, you know, go ahead. We'll have a fair election, no, unless God intervenes and the church gets up and repents and prays. Because they stole it one time, I think they'll do it again. What's to stop them? Well, yeah, they're. <laughs> but the church, they're. Uh, yeah, it's it, it's only going to be repentance and prayer, and uh, and all the prayer without repentance isn't going to turn anything, Shannon. Right. You know. So, but it's time. I I just wondered if you know do is is there a place for God's people to begin to bombard the White House with emails. Bombard your senators with emails, right? Bombard the House of Representatives with emails. Yes. Uh, about these things that that are not tenable to us, right? That we, we're not going to say are okay. And, uh, you know, and, and they need to be, let, you know, we don't hate gay people. We don't hate transgender people. We don't hate that. We don't hate perverse people. We, we want them to be saved. Right. right? We want them saved, but we can't agree with it either. Right. Nor should we. Nope. And nor should there be the education that they're doing. I mean, uh, this is the honest truth. If you have, I'm, I would say this to anybody, if at all possible, at all, uh, I would get my children out of the public schools. Absolutely. I mean, if, if, there, if there was any way. Now, some are better than others, you know. I mean, there there are schools that here they got Christian teachers and Christian beliefs, but even very few of the Christians understand things like Harry Potter's trash, right? Or right or Disney, and so the the kids are still getting fed, even under a lot of Christian teachers, still getting fed to the to the lions and passed through the fire. Absolutely, so, uh, you know. Men don't change unless there's a shaking sometimes. And well, so we're watching the shaking going on. I tell you something. Um, God resists the proud and he gives grace to the humble. We know that from the scripture. Uh, also, pride yes, cometh before a fall. And uh, I am not would yep. not be surprised at all if God responds to one month of gay pride. Uh, yeah. Pride of a man's ability to rape a man and a woman with a woman and transgender, whatever they're being proud about, sodomy, with a response to yeah. pride, with a humbling strike on America. Uh, I'm afraid for America and all nations yeah. who follow its pattern uh, because uh, God will respond to pride through a humbling. He and will. I think we're about to see the uh, fear of the Lord fall in the land and uh, will God do what he did in the past, use a nation's enemies against it? Could Russia be God's method uh, for judging America? Uh, I, I pray that it doesn't happen now. We know it will eventually, if you believe yep. Dmitry Dudeman and others. And um, yep. 
we're in some serious trouble. With that, I'm going to turn the mic over to King. King, um, always an honor to be here with you, man, and the mic is yours. All right, brother. Well, bless you. Thank you. I want to speak a little bit today about the power of words. Life and death, we choose. Life or death, we choose. The tongue is one of the most underestimated parts of the body. There's very little that is done by an individual to take care of it. I mean, basically, you just use your tongue, speak, to, uh, and, you, you know, it just does its own work itself. And most of the time, we don't pay any attention to it unless we got a mouth ulcer or bite it. But, boy, we better watch how we use it with our words. It's the most muscular part of the mouth. It has sensory organs and glands that allow one to taste food as well as to give us the ability to speak. Without the tongue, it's fair to say there'd be no use for the mouth. Yeah, because you can breathe through your nose. All that part's working right. The tongue is said to be the smallest organ in the body, and yet it is the hardest one to take and keep control of. As men and women of God, we have to work diligently to tame our tongue. It is the smallest part of the body that gets people in the most trouble. James 3, 5 says, Even so, the tongue is a little member and boasts great things. Behold, how great a matter a little fire kindles. And the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. So is the tongue among our members that it defiles the whole body and sets on fire the course of nature, and is set on fire of hell. But the tongue can no man tame. It's an unruly evil full of deadly poison. That's pretty serious words. It defiles the whole body, sets on fire the course of nature. Typically, nobody's ever seduced without some words being spoken. And I'm not just talking sexual seduction. I'm talking about seduced into any kind of foolishness. Proverbs 18.21 says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruits. Well, what's that saying? Basically, out of the overflow of the heart, look, the mouth speaks. So what you begin to speak, you set in motion to happen. You're going to eat that fruit. If you go around talking negative all the time, complaining all the time, speaking death over things, you're going to reap it. But if you speak things that agree with God, and I'm, we're not talking manipulating God. We're not talking about magic here. We're not talking about um, uh, the word. Listen, and I don't condemn those people, but there's a place where you can have faith in faith instead of faith in Jesus. You can have faith in you. And what you're doing instead of faith in Yeshua HaMashiach. Okay. So, so I mean, when I'm saying we need to be speaking words that agree with the Lord, we just need to speak words that agree with the Lord. Trust Him to back up His word because He's promised to do it. But Ephesians 4.2.9 says, Let no corrupt communication come out of your mouth, but only such is good for the building up as it fits the occasion that it may... Give grace to those who hear. Now, Shannon and I just talked about what we obviously see. What we obviously see are terrible things. A dissension of our society. 
Day by day, it gets worse. The things in the world are going downhill. Day by day, it is a deeper disagreement with God because it snowballs. It's like a snowball rolling downhill. And the momentum is catching people in. And there's such great agreement. And when, when the church, who's been mostly ignorant, my people perish and are destroyed for lack of knowledge, most of God's people don't even resist the enemy. Some people that are godly people in many areas will still, like like even, I'll say this again, like Young's Living Oil. Uh, there's I, I've said before, we've had teachings on liquid witchcraft we've had discussions on this and 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 i'm and uh i've said repeatedly in those discussions we're not saying all essential oils are evil but a source determines so if a source somebody makes it and gives it spiritual qualities you make it a witchcraft potion because listen we anoint with oil but we're not saying the oil does the healing if we anoint with regular oil all of what we're going and praying doing what the bible says believing god to do what he does we're not i can't put oil on you and say now listen if i took a bottle of olive oil and i said i'm going to anoint you this this oil is going to give you joy well, I just did what Young Living Oil did, what doTERRA does. This, jo- this oil is going to give you peace. I made something inanimate into something spiritual, and the demons will occupy it. Now, th- th- does that mean that if you were someone that was suffering from anxiety, that some of those components in the oil could not physically calm some of the symptoms? They could. Okay, they could. But they're not the solution. The solution is peace with God, peace with man, forgiveness, acceptance of forgiveness, walking that out and resisting the spirit of fear. But uh, uh, some of that, well, and I, I listened then, but if you use that all the time, right, at, to get your peace, instead of going to the Holy Spirit and going to the Father with us and asking the Lord Jesus to help you and heal you and bring the solution, you made the oil an idol. But that witchcraft, and oh, I'm telling you that Christians that are good Christians will just not hearken many times, and many people will even they get outright mad about it if you say it could be a problem. They've never fought the demons. They've never done that themselves. They've never, but listen, and and I, I know they're just blind, but I'm just telling you how the enemy works. They are sacred cows. We got to get rid of our sacred cows. So when Shannon and I talked about what was going on there, and I just talked about those, I condemn no one. And Father, I pray for our nation, and we we want you. We, we, we are frankly acknowledging what's going on, but we're believing you, God, for your mercy. We're asking you for mercy. We're asking you to pour out your spirit on people. We're asking you for to, to give godly sorrow that leads to repentance. We're asking you to wake up your people, Lord. We confess our sin. We confess our ancestors' sin. We confess the sins of the, the governments around us, Lord, and the business people around us, and especially the the sins of your body that doesn't act like you forgive us lord forgive them you see now i can take a conversation that had things wrong 
that that an acknowledgement of things wrong, but I can do something with words to make that a possibility for God to do something about it. So, and even nobody likes, we should lament what's going on in the world. I always tell people, never lament your past. It's a waste of time. Go back and confess your sin. Get healed. Cast the demons out. Do all that needs to be done there. Then you can give testimony about what God's done. But don't sit there going, well, I wish at 22 I'd have done this. I wish at 25 I'd have done this. Oh, Lord, I wish I'd in high school. I wish I'd have done I wish. That's a waste of time. But we can say, oh, God, look at what's going on, like Jeremiah did, and lament and call out to God. And sometimes he sends judgment in his mercy because he knows with men will turn or not. And, and apparently he gives every opportunity because, look, look what he did with the Amorites and Abraham. He said, your, your, kid, your descendants are going to be in Egypt for what ended up being around 400 years. And he said, because the inequity of the Amorites is not yet full. Because he was giving some of them time to get out of there, to do right. And then look at Nineveh. Nineveh. <laughs> And look what God did there. He sent Jonah who didn't want to go and, and, and the story, and we always emphasize, and, and rightly so, about Jonah's reluctance to do what he was supposed to do. It's because these people were wicked and he didn't want to do it and he ran from God and the consequence of that and being in the bottom of the ocean and all those things. But the bottom line is he went. He used words to say what God said when he finally did what he was supposed to do. And the whole place repented and a 100,000 people got saved. Spare, their lives were spared, at the very least, right? To give them time. Now, that's a, amazing. I mean, God sent him. He didn't want to go. But then he finally went. He finally got obedient. And, and 100,000 people or more did not get destroyed. That's amazing. But his words finally agreed with God because the whole rest of the time his words weren't, weren't agreeing with God. So we want to let no corrupting talk come out of your mouth, but only such is good for building up as it fits the occasion that it may give grace to those that hear. I told people the other day, I said, listen, a lot of times these injuries, what happened even from the time of Adam and Eve uh, was a wounding and, and man-hater and woman-hater came in. And so a lot of said, if you're sitting around talking as a man talking about women, or you're sitting around as women talking about men, then you got some places you need to get healed. Yeah, we're different. And we are different. But there are places we need to watch our mouth. If you're a born-again Christian, you don't need to sit around and listen to somebody having crude talk. You don't even have to correct them if it's not your place to, but you can walk away. And if somebody complains to you and, and comments about another individual and they're talking bad about them, we, we're supposed to take it to prayer. So help us all, Lord, to speak well. Matthew fifteen eighteen. But what comes out of the mouth proceeds from the heart, and this defiles a person. Proverbs twelve eighteen. There is one whose rash words are like a sword thrust, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. Oh, Lord, let our tongues be wise. Our victory in the Christian walk will rise and fall according to what we say. If we're speaking negative words, it's showing we have a heart issue. 
Matthew 15, 8 says, This people draw nigh unto me with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. That's a flattery. But those things, 15, 18, again, those things which proceed out of the mouth come forth from the heart, and they defile us. Matthew 12, 36, I tell you, on the day of judgment, people will give account for every careless word they speak. Oh, God, forgive me for every careless word. Because there's been many. And I need your mercy, Lord. Proverbs 16, 24. Gracious words are like a honeycomb. Sweetness to the soul and health to the body. Colossians 3, 8. But now you must put them all away. Anger, wrath, malice, slander, obscene talk from your mouth. Matthew 12, 37. For by your words you'll be justified and by your words you will be condemned. Proverbs 13, 3. Whoever guards his mouth preserves his life. He who opens his lips wide... He who opens wide his lips comes to ruin. I'm going to read that again. Whoever guards his mouth preserves his life. He who opens his mouth wide, his lips come to ruin. Whoever keeps his mouth and his tongue keeps himself out of trouble. James 3, 1 through 12. Not many of you should become teachers, my brothers. For you know that we who teach will be judged with greater strictness. For we all stumble in many ways. And if anyone does not stumble in what he says, he's a perfect man, able to bridle his whole body. If we put bits in the mouth of horses so they obey us, we guide their whole bodies as well. Look at the ships also. They're also so large and driven by strong winds. They're guided by a very small rudder wherever the will of the pilot directs. So also the tongue is a small member, yet it boasts of great things. How great a forest is set ablaze by such a small fire. Listen to this. Psalm nineteen fourteen. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Come on. The words of my mouth and meditation of our heart, they're tied together. So what I'm dwelling on is going to come out of my mouth. What I'm thinking about is going to come out of my mouth. Proverbs 15.1 A soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word turns up anger. James 1.26 If anyone thinks he's religious and does not bridle his tongue, but deceives his heart, this person's religion is worthless. Proverbs 17.28 Now, always this one kind of struck me. Even a fool who keeps his mouth shut is considered wise. When he closes his lips, he's deemed intelligent. Luke 6.45, the good person out of the good treasure of his heart produces good, and the evil person out of evil treasure produces evil. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Proverbs 25.11, a word fitly spoken is like apples of gold in a setting of silver. Proverbs 17, 27. Whoever restrains his word has knowledge, and he who has a cool spirit is a man of understanding. Proverbs 15, 2. The tongue of the wise commends knowledge, but the mouth of a fool pours out, a mouth of fools pours out folly. Proverbs 16, 23 to 24. The heart of the wise makes his speech judicious and adds persuasiveness to his lips. Gracious words are like a honeycomb, sweetness to the soul and health to the body. Proverbs 27, 2. Let another praise you and not your own mouth, a stranger and not your own lips. 
Don't be bragging. We're not to be bragging about us. I'm telling you, even if somebody else compliments you, you know, graciously say thank you and give glory to God. Graciously say thank you and give glory to God. Proverbs 18, 13, if one gives an answer before he hears, it's his folly and shame. Proverbs 27, 6, faithful are the wounds of a friend, profuse are the kisses of an enemy. Proverbs 12, 25, anxiety in a man's heart weighs him down, but a good word makes him glad. Ephesians 5, 3, and 4, but sexual immorality and all impurity or covetedness must not even be named among you as is proper among the saints. Let there be no filthiness, nor foolish talk, nor crude joking, which are out of place, but instead let there be thanksgiving. That's what I was saying about the jokes. That's what I was saying about the jokes. we got to watch what we say. we got to watch what we do. Again, Psalm 141.3, Set a guard, O Lord, O Jehovah, over my mouth. Keep watch over the door of my lips. First Peter 3 and 10 says, For he that will love life and see good days, let him refrain from tongue, his tongue from evil and his lips that they speak no guile. This, listen, I want to repeat that. He that will love life, that means are you going to enjoy your life and see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil and his lips that they shall speak no guile. I, I could have read even just what I have written down here, 20 more scriptures. I think the Lord is trying to tell people something. If a thing is established by two or three, I probably just read 25 scriptures. He's trying to tell us to be careful about what we say. To be wise. Do our words bring life? Do our words bring death? Do our words bring peace? Do our words scatter peace? What are our words designed to do? Now, sometimes you have to bring words in the love of God to warn somebody. To help somebody to see that they're in a problem and give them an opportunity to come out of sin. But how do you say it? Is it kind? Is it judgmental? Is it as if you couldn't do what they're doing? Because I assure you, you could. Is it in unholy judgment or is it in righteous judgment? Words matter. I pray today, God, that you help us with our words. I want to take you through some prayer. All who will go with me. Say, Father, right now, I make a decision to control my tongue. Help me to control my tongue in the home, in the body of Christ, in the field. Help me, Lord, to control my tongue. James said we could do it. The Holy Spirit said we could do it. We can do it. Said no man can, but then he turns around and said the man that does. It means there is help. We can't do it alone. But if I make the decision, I know when I first started reading, about this. When I learned the power of words and I knew my speech wasn't right, I would say, God, help me. Help me. And I would even catch myself mid-sentence saying something that wasn't right and stop it and say, Lord, forgive me. I cancel those words. Because he'll show you if you want him to.
and I would cancel those words until I got to a place where I can't say I'm perfect. I don't know anyone who is, but I am disciplined in what I say most of the time, and it matters, and my life has changed. I, I want to. I'm going to finish reading this, taking us through the prayer, and I want to give a quick testimony. By your grace and mercy, we're praying again. Agree if you can. If, if you can say the words, say the words. But agreement's good enough if you'll agree. So by your grace and mercy, I'm making a decision today to get control of my tongue. Father, right now in Jesus' name, I pray for those who say, Lord, I want to be more like you. I want to be more in control under your headship and leadership. I want to be led by you, Lord. Father, I pray that you grace me to hear what I say and make correction. I pray that I'm able to progressively control my tongue, thus controlling situations in my own body and my destiny and my outcome in life. I thank you for the turnaround in Jesus' name. Father, I ask you to forgive me when I spoke words that tended to death and dissension. I repent for grumbling and complaining and for accusing people. I'm sorry, Lord. I ask you to forgive me. And I purpose to speak right words in Jesus' name. I also confess the sin of my ancestors in this area. I forgive those that have spoken death against me in Jesus' name. I break every curse on me and my family that has come from speaking agreement with death. And I command the spirits who have enforced this curse to leave me in Jesus' name. I give you all the glory, Lord, for setting me free, helping me speak words that heal myself and others, for helping me speak words that maintain freedom and expand your kingdom. In Jesus' name, I pray and decree. Amen. Now, take a deep breath. Come on out of there. All of that gossip, backbiting, slander, backstabbing, complaining. Come on, go, go, spirit of Korah. Spirit of grumbler, get out, go, 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 let God's people go, get out, get out, filthy communication, corrupt communication, sexual communication, get out in the name of Jesus, perversity, get out in the name of Jesus, every cockatrice under the tongue, every lion spirit in the tongue, come on, say, I, Father, I repent for lying wherever I've lied, forgive me, Lord, now get out. In the name of Jesus, go, 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 go. In Yeshua's name, let him go. And we thank you for it, Lord, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Take a deep breath and let him go, people. Come on, just let that stuff go. If you need to cough, come on. The kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. We want to be people that speak life. Kind words, nice words, only only wicked. We, we, uh, we want to rebuke the enemy, bind the devil, take dominion over the devil, be forceful against him. We want to love people. If you got to correct, if you're in authority to correct somebody, if you're called to correct somebody, do it. But do it in fear, meekness, the fear of the Lord, lest you fall yourself. I break the power of every assignment through words, Lord. And I thank you, Lord. I break the power of every witchcraft, manipulating, controlling words spoken by any of us, Lord, spoken by anybody over us. We break that in Jesus' name, and we thank you for it in the name of Jesus. One time, 
I was doing a business deal, and um, um, it was not a great big deal, but it was it was a deal. And a woman, I had given a price, and she was um, in charge of that. And I had a business meeting with her and another man that was part of their team on on the the company side that I was doing business with. And and um, she was very rude to me. She really was. And, you know, threatened me with a loss of business and this and that. And the thing is, my bid was not overly high, but it was higher than the other guys. And the other guy wouldn't have done the same job that my company was going to do, wouldn't have been the same skill level, and didn't require the same kind of uh, skilled personnel to do everything to do with this business that I had. And so she was very harsh. And, and you know, but I was able to deal with that without even being angry about it. We're walking out. And the man that was from her company, he was bent. I can't believe she talked to you like that. I said, don't take offense on my account. And he goes, no, no, I, I'm down. I'm, and he ended up quitting because he wasn't good. <laughs> he quit. And so I found myself in the office uh, in the next few days speaking this particular woman's name to people, saying how tough she was, what, you know, uh, I was already saved, so I wasn't cussing her, but I was talking about her. And the Holy Spirit stopped me in my tracks and he said, is this the way you want it to be? And man, I knew, I knew he was correcting me. And I started saying her name, and I said, I'm thanking you, Father, that I have favor, that the company has favor with her. I thank you, Lord, we have favor with God and man. I give you the glory and honor and praise that, that you make a way where there is none. Now, thank you, Father. Well, let me just tell you, two weeks later, I walked into a meeting. She was in there with 13, 14 people. She jumps up, runs over, and hugs my neck. And said, Randy, we're going to be expanding over here uh, to these other states doing this work. And and uh, do y'all want to go with us? Well, listen, that that work was about 60 projects that turned into 800 projects. And even some of my finance today is because of that. Twelve years ago. 13 years ago. Listen, what would have happened if I kept running my mouth in the negative? What would have happened? I don't believe that we'd have got that job. I don't believe that that favor would have been extended. But I was able to listen to the Holy Spirit who brought me to what I knew already and was off. I told him I was sorry and I began to declare God's goodness and that's what happened. So no matter what you're facing, Speak God's goodness over. They, you know, we got to get things out of the way that could hinder God from blessing us, making us whole, setting us free. Sin will do that. We've got to clear the paths, right? But we also have to know that he's a good God and he'll fulfill his promises. And the final promise, listen, is like I started off this story with the, today with the man who went on home. His wife died and he went home. Is it not a promise that all of heaven celebrates when a saint comes home is it not a promise that god will receive his own 
And was it not a promise to the thief on the cross? That was the thief on the cross has was under some pretty excruciating circumstances, and yet Yeshua, Jesus, the Holy One, says to him, "Today you'll be with me in paradise." <laughs> Today, that that thief spoke to the one thief sitting there going by a few of this and that and blah 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 blah. He was speaking corrupt, and this guy looks at Jesus. He said, "Lord Yeshua," he said, "Listen." Remember me when you come in your kingdom. And Jesus said, today you'll be with me in paradise. What a difference of contrast of words. So I just exhort you today to say, God, change the way I speak. If you're a complainer, kill it. <laughs> Do not complain. Do not complain. You're short-circuiting the goodness of God being able to operate in your life. Because you're giving, complaining is the language of the devil. It's giving him glory instead of God. So I bless you today. And I'm grateful to be able to speak to you. Whoever hears now, whoever's going to hear in the future, you are God's treasure. He loves you. If you're not his, give your life to him while there's time. If you're his, keep surrendering, yield, make a difference. So we can get a bigger family. Help set the captive free. So we can do the work of the kingdom. And I'm grateful and I bless you. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Back to you Shannon. Powerful teaching and testimony today with King Richie. The power of words. Life and death. We choose. Uh, King tell people about your ministry. How they can make contact with you. So Callie my wife and I. Are the, the. we are with Christ Outreach Oklahoma. Our email is ChristOutreachOK at gmail.com. Our website is ChristOutreachOklahoma.com or King, K-I-N-G, Richie, R-I-C-H-E-Y.com. Lots of resource there. Uh, Lots of teachings, recordings, links. Um, uh, suggested reading if you want to grow I mean I, I'm, I'm not selling the books but there's some that I've found profitable I don't necessarily agree with everything everybody says I tell you right there just eat meat spit out bones but but everything on there is is I believe profitable to the body of Christ um, within the website are uh, details on how to get a hold of us if somebody wants a personal appointment we, we accommodate them. Um, there is a a, um, a form to fill out. I don't even want the form. I just want people to walk through their lives and repent and forgive and let God show them where they need to be healed. So within there is that form, and then we just ask for a request for appointment. We're glad to help people. If they don't want an appointment, we're glad to pray. You send me a prayer request. I pray over as soon as I see it. Uh, if you need to contact me, you can call. If you call, leave a message. Uh, if um, um, uh, you send a text, I will get back to you. It is always our intent to help God's people. And uh, once again, we're honored to be here. My fan- Christ Outreach, Oklahoma. Okay, uh, one more time. That website address? ChristOutreachOklahoma.com Okay. ChristOutreachOklahoma.com Fantastic. King, uh, get me yes, some dates for July. I'm working on it now. And um, what a great teaching today. You want to close us in prayer? 
Yes, sir, I will. Well, Father, we just thank you for your hand upon our lives. Thank you for your face that will smile on us. Thank you you help us. You're an ever-present help in time of need. You are the first and the last, the Alpha and the Omega, and the beginning and the end. And, Lord, we love you. Help us, Holy Spirit, to yield to you. Jesus, help us to go from glory to glory that we could represent you as your hands and feet and even speak as you would have us speak in the days and times ahead. As we look to you, the author and finisher of our faith, Father, we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. My friend, love and appreciate you. I'll be getting this up in the next five minutes. And folks, please share this with a friend. We'll see you soon, Brother King. God bless you, brother. Yes, sir. Bless you, bro. Bye-bye. That was King Ren Ritchie, Christ Outreach, Oklahoma.com. Well, I tell you what, I've already got three of the four shows posted for you. We've got them in our brand new archives over at Podbean. We've got unlimited storage and bandwidth capabilities, so we're good to go there. I want to thank you all for helping with that. Also, we've got MixLR up and running. They finally took care of the cleanup work I need to do on it. Praise God. Wow. I was waiting on that, and that's why uh, I just sent out a message. And uh, if you're not on my Substack list, uh, do that if you'd like to stay up to date on news. And I also send out some other interesting things you might want to take a look at. Um, we've got about 150 of you out there that are on that list. And we've got about an equal number of subscribers to the Podbean channel. Now, I encourage you to go to my website, omegamanradio.com. That'll give you all the links you need. And for Podbean, if you go to omegaman.podbean.com, there's an app for it. Uh, you can uh, sign up for a free account there, hit subscribe to the podcast, and what it will do is alert you when we've got new releases posted there. Also, on my Podbean page, there's about 10 different um, platforms that are picking up the shows now and more being added each week so full throttle ahead uh, we've also got as I mentioned in the um, email on Substack today two other podcast channels one is for Reloaded where we're putting the uh, back catalog of 10,000 plus shows restored into that and we also have the Speak My Word podcast uh, its own channel. I'm, I'm cutting right now uh, two episodes to post to Reloaded today. One is an interview with Dr. Pat Holliday on the Witch Doctor and the Man, City Under the Sea, and the other with Steve Bell, called The Importance of Names. And uh, I'll be putting uh, two new shows or more up there Monday through Friday for you. Next thing I'll be working on this week is uh, begin to start posting um, episodes from season 12 we're in season 13 officially our 13th year that occurred June 22nd 2023 last week and so uh, what I'll do now that we've got things stabilized I'll start uh, uploading audios going backwards in addition to the uh, reloaded broadcast which starts at episode 1 and goes forward meet there in the middle somewhere Okay, again, OmegaManRadio.com. Get over there, check things out. It's a one-page, simple site to use. Everything you need is there and also on the sub stack. 
Uh, we're not on any other social media platforms actively, meaning uh, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, Instagram. I'm done with all of that right now unless there's some miraculous change there and they stop the censorship. I'm happy with where I'm at. Uh, we can do a show on anything we want. Uh, I can send out an email blast on anything that I want. That's the way it should be. That's the way it should be. Now, last thing I'll mention, um, if you would like to contact me uh, through the website best or Radio at protonmail.com, I, I need some help out there with getting the word out on our new schedules and uh, where to go to find programs. So, there's a program you like, you can uh, post it up anywhere that you're active. Let people know to check out our show. We're now on our new schedule Monday through Friday, beginning at uh, 7 a.m. Pacific, 10 a.m. Eastern. I'm committed to doing uh, three to four shows a day, live, and then uh, we'll be up- uploading additional podcasts each day, as I mentioned, for Speak My Word and the Omega Man Reloaded. If you want to support this program, uh, that is how we're able to uh, do what we do and keep this thing going. On my website, we have PayPal, GoFundMe, Zelly. We've got Cash App. We've got a mailing address. And I owe a few of you some thank you notes. i got to catch up on that uh, tomorrow. So if you have given, I want to say thank you. Uh, we put it to good use. And we want to build a war chest so we can do some additional things. So uh, pray about your uh, partnering with us on this program. And if God puts on your heart to do it, many ways to do it, just go to my website. That's all i got to say. Let's pray. Father Yahovah, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we thank you for this day and this opportunity. Speak your word. Have some great teaching on. Bless everybody who's come on today. God, and direct all of our steps. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Folks, love and appreciate you. I'm going to get this show up and get the reloaded done for you. And uh, there is an interesting uh, sci-fi movie from 1973. I put it on the, the email blast. It's called Idaho Transfer. If you look for something to watch, very interesting. If you like Soylent Green, you'll probably like Idaho Transfer. <laughs> That's all I'll say. Okay. God bless you all.